Hi everyone, welcome back to Greyhound Time, episode 11. I'm Cece Cohen. And I'm Ingrid Stoll. And today we are joined with two members of the girls basketball team. Hi, I'm Reagan Wade. And I'm Emma Stepanovich. Thank you guys for coming on today. We're so excited to learn more about you guys and the basketball team. So first off, we just kind of want to get started by asking how you guys both got into basketball. You seem like you guys have both been playing for a long time. So whoever wants to start, just take it away. Um, well, I started playing basketball in elementary school. I never took it that seriously. I played club basketball for one year and then kind of started fresh in high school by taking it a little more seriously. Obviously, it's been in my life for as long as I can remember. But, so it's always been important to me, but yeah. Yeah, I started playing in elementary school too. Um, just like rec basketball, it wasn't that serious, but then I joined a club team in like fourth grade or something and I played for a few years and then joined the high school team. And were you guys, um, when you were freshmen, did you guys start coming in as varsity or JV? Um, Reagan was on varsity freshman year and I made varsity my sophomore year. So Emma, your father, Notorious Steve Stepanovich played college ball at Mizzou, professional for the Indiana Pacers. Yes. So how does that feel having your father be a NBA player? Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. Obviously, I mean, people come up to me all the time and come up to my dad, and he's very uh, well recognized around St. Louis. Um, and it, I guess that you could say it's something I'm used to. I think I it's hard to like process that he actually played in the NBA and actually was a good player and a Mizzou <laughs> legend. Like I don't know why it's just kind of like people are like, oh my gosh, that's insane, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, like it's cool. Um, which sounds kind of weird, but I mean it's just such a big part of my life, and I'm so used to the fact that my dad is um an NBA player, was an NBA player, so I'm just used to it by now, I guess. So has that, like, really fostered this love of the game with your brother playing and then your older siblings also playing? Yeah, I mean, basketball has always been, played a big role in our lives. My sisters, two of them played, three of them played sports in college, two playing um, basketball, and my brother loves the sport. All my sisters love the sport. They all played throughout high school. And it was always taken pretty seriously, but never to the point where we were overly like pressured to succeed. I mean, whenever my siblings come in town, we have a family basketball game and we watch basketball and it's just, it's always, <laughs> we're always consumed by the game of basketball. So, yeah. So, sorry, Reagan, for this. No. But, um, so, during, like, big into quarantine, the Michael Jordan um, thing was on. You got to watch your dad play when, <laughs> when Mizzou beat UNC. How did that feel to see him on ESPN? Um, well, yeah, that was insane because he was in two episodes. Um, he was just pictured in one of the episodes, and the second the second episode he was in, he was actually the announcer, like, said his name, and I had so many people text me, be like, I just heard your, I just saw your dad, I just saw your dad, and I'm just like, the fact that Michael Jordan and my dad had interactions with each other 
multiple times. I that blows my mind, and I'm sure to a lot of other people's as well. So yeah, that was a really cool uh, point during quarantine because we watched that so many times. And and your dad beat Michael. Beat Michael Jordan. Yeah, at I was UNC. A, a little and, upset by that, but I'm yeah, a UNC fan. <laughs> at UNC and in the NBA. So that was yeah, cool. I bet it's weird because you don't think of your dad as like a basketball player. You just think of him as your dad. Right. But I haven't. I was not alive when he played professional basketball. And two of my older sisters were, so they kind of got to experience that, even though they were very young. And then um, when I was born, he was just my dad, and he always has been, obviously. Like, he, yeah, I mean, he's, he coached basketball when I was younger. He coached high school basketball, but he's always just been my dad, and that's all. So kind of getting into talking about the team dynamic, how do you guys feel you're going to do this year after losing? A lot of key players last year. Um, I think we're really actually well prepared because we have a lot of new freshmen that like made varsity and they all have lots of potential and we're actually moving really quickly like getting them used to like how we play as a team and they're fitting in really well and a lot of them like obviously it's big shoes to fill like the seniors last year but um, we're like kind of changing the dynamic. It's not like we're trying to replace the players from last year. We're just kind of creating like a new team dynamic. Yeah, I would say this year a lot has changed. I mean, completely different plays, a different coach, with, which comes with a different coaching style. I feel like it honestly feels like a new start at this point. Like um, with all the returners coming back, um, I've seen improvement with every every person on the team, which is very Even exciting. Yourself? Um, I mean, like, I think we've all, also myself, yes, I think we've all improved, um, and the teamwork has really grown, I would say. So, how does it compare with, like, Mr. Knight, who you guys won a district championship with, and this new coach? Um, so, Coach Willis is our new coach this year. Um, she emphasizes a lot of different <laughs> things okay so she basically she's very big on um defense and the way she coaches us is a lot different than coach knight i mean like she's very loud and very enthusiastic and has built a lot of relationships with us and very quickly um i don't know <laughs> yeah like she came in with the intent to completely change the dynamic and like how we work as a team like our style of play we're doing like a lot more fast-paced stuff rather than last year we kind of like slowed the game down a lot and so i think like obviously it's a big change and it's, it was hard to adapt to at first but we're moving really quickly and like learning to accept and like mm -hmm. kind of thrive with this new style of play like i feel like we definitely have potential to win districts again if not like we're setting up the team to win it later mm -hmm. in the future. I agree. Do you guys like having your girls' basketball team have a female coach? I Yeah, I really like it. Um, I think it definitely helped. Like, It was a lot easier to build a relationship with the coach, mm -hmm. like not just player to coach, but just like a closer relationship than we could ever have with like a male coach. It's just a lot easier, I think. Yeah, I agree. She, she ver She's very involved in like um, – our mental health and who we are as not just teammates but also students she really wants to make sure that we're succeeding in school and it's not just to keep focus on basketball which I really value and I think that's really important um, she's always making sure we're staying healthy and getting ready for our games 
And she played to like college, high school. She knows. Yeah. Um, I would say passionate. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Really? Yeah. She's like, can't say the same word. <laughs> I gotta think. Like uh, everything about her, like her energy, like not even she's obviously passionate about the game and the team, but in everything she does, she's so like out there. She inspires like passion in us too. Um, I would have to say enthusiastic. <laughs> that's is that's too similar. I no, mean, no. she's very, I, she's very loud. She can get very, um, she can yell at us and really push us to work harder, but also she has a big heart. So it looks like you guys, like the new coaching staff is definitely helping you guys and pushing you in the right direction. So what are your, what's your like biggest goal for either yourself or your team this season? Um, definitely to beat Ledoux. We're really focused on that right now because the game is kind of coming up. It's in like a little over a week. Um, we haven't beat Ledoux in the three years that we've been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's always been kind of a blowout game. So we really just want to win at least once. So can we talk about that game? Because that game usually is coaches versus cancer. Mm -hmm. And this year it probably still is, but without fans. Yeah. Definitely going to be very different. So how is it like adjusting to no fans? So, with the, also with the Ledoux game, it, we just were informed that it was rescheduled. So, the boys play this Friday, and we actually – we were supposed to play, like, before them, like how it usually is, but now we don't play until the 18th, which is disappointing, but I understand why. I mean, with no fans, I guess it doesn't even matter. But that's another thing. I mean, the whole – I just feel it's really like tradition. Yeah, it's yeah. the tradition. So now that we have to break that tradition because of Corona, which I understand um, is just another upsetting factor. I was actually talking to you about this. I like, I get very nervous when there's people watching in the stands, especially a lot of them, like it is with the Ledoux game. The Ledoux game is always like the hardest for me. Um, mm -hmm. Like I enjoyed it obviously because the energy was there, but it was just a lot of pressure to like perform well. And so I feel like it'll actually take some of the nerves off when we play and it might improve our performance. Like it'll, it'll be hard and it'll kind of suck without the fans there, but I feel like it's a lot of pressure taken off. That's like, yeah, I, know, I think line. that fans really play a role in how athletes perform and just looking at the sports that have already played Ledoux this year, we have soccer who had no fans, which is usually like one of the biggest turnout of fans. They beat Ledoux. Yeah. I remember I was at that game. That game was like, Yes. Yeah, so it was it felt weird without yeah, fans. It's really did. And then Clayton and Ledoux played hockey, which is usually, of course, you know, a very intense game, usually kind of prompted by the fans. And my brother said that the entire game there was one penalty. Like everyone mm -hmm. focuses on the game and not the fans because kind of even when you're not thinking about it, you want to like impress your friends and impress the people watching. And so you get you kind of lose focus of your game, and I think yeah. that's why the Ledoux Clayton game is always like at least for hockey, like, it's always so very high intensity, yeah, and very it's, like, fast driven pace. by like violence. But then yeah. when yeah. there's nobody there, it's driven just by like the sport. And so I think that's gonna help you guys to just focus on the sport and not really like the hype that the game is like supposed to be a huge game and like right. Yeah, definitely. Because in the past we've played really timid against them, just because we don't want to mess up in front of everyone. I agree, and. and so the best part about the fans, I would say, is going to the games, like going to these Ledoux Acclaim games, but playing in them is a little bit of a different story. <laughs> a different story, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm kind of excited to see how we work. I feel like 
will perform a lot better, actually. Mm -hmm. And just against, like, Ledoux, but, like, or, like, in general? I think in general. Well, I know I have because without the pressure of everyone watching, like, me in the physical gym, like, I know there's people watching online, but it's so much different. It's easier to just, like, focus on the game and not who's watching you. Mm -hmm. So is it upsetting that, like, your parents can't watch you for your last, what could be your last year? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish my parents could be there, um, and I know they want to see me play this year, but tuning in online just clearly isn't the same. I mean, like, there's no interaction with the other parents, there's no talking about the game, there's no, like, conversing about anything, so it's just, it's weird. I think that that's something that's difficult for all of our winter sports, because with fall, although it was limited, people could come to the event, parents, friends, or whatever, just because it was outside and there was more space to spread out. But I think it's definitely difficult, but hopefully you guys will have a game or two where at least one parent could <laughs> exactly. yeah, come. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have any uh, plans for the college level? Um, I kind of decided a while ago I just didn't want to play college sports. Um, I've been playing sports for so long. like. There's never been a time when I had like a break from sports. It's always been constant throughout the year and every year. And so um, I think I'll miss them definitely in college, but I'm ready to finally have free time, like focus on what I'm studying and getting involved in other ways. Yeah, I definitely want to touch on that, Reagan. You played like ever since you were young, you played select soccer and select basketball. So how has that like been juggling both those things? Yeah, like, um, Every high school season, at the beginning of the basketball season, I'm still playing, like, club soccer. And um, I've also played in the fall season during golf. And so, like, it is really tough to balance sometimes. It gets to be stressful when you have, like, a couple practices a day and also, like, homework or other clubs. But I really like it. I love being busy. Like, I, like, <laughs> I can't function with, like, being unproductive or too much free time. And so, like, I like having multiple sports at once to keep myself busy but it can be tough to balance it especially with injuries and stuff it's easy to get injured but you just have to watch and be careful and I think I really like it you know Reagan will show up to like Saturday morning practice in her soccer uniform and be like I just came from a game we're yeah all like that was this year <laughs> yeah we're all like Reagan what <laughs> I mean playing two sports at once does not sound like ideal for me but Reagan does it Reagan handles it really well from what I've noticed Thanks. Reagan do you see any overlap between basketball and soccer um definitely in the fitness part it's easy to stay in shape throughout the year but um a little bit I mean like I think it helps it can't hurt to know like to compare like the soccer field with the basketball court I mean it's obviously like two very different games but it does help with like teamwork like knowing like I feel like I see the court really well, and that probably comes from experience in soccer. Yeah. And you and Sarah Lidikin were able to build a pretty strong relationship with both of you playing both those sports. Yeah, definitely. Shout out, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so, final question. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And it is, what is what are you guys like most excited for this season? Um, I would say I'm most excited to see how our team improves throughout the season. Um, so far, we're only a few games in, and each game I've seen a lot of improvement from every every single player and our team dynamic in general. So I'm excited to see where we are at at the end of the season. And, yeah, to just track our progress, and I'm really excited for that. 
Um, I would say I'm most excited to just keep changing, like the program, keep surprising everyone. I think already, even so far in a few games, we've definitely surprised like the people that watched us last year compared to this year. They're like, whoa, it's like a whole new team. Uh -huh. And so I'm excited to keep building on that. I'm really excited. Yeah. I think we'll win a lot more games and just build a lot more energy and enthusiasm. Me too. The program. Yeah, I think you guys are going to have a great rest of the season and hopefully get that district's winning. I'm going to knock on that wood. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's 11th episode with Emma Stupanovich and Reagan Wade covering Varsity Girls Basketball. We're so excited to see how their season turns out. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Greyhound Time and hit our YouTube at Greyhound Space Time for fun YouTube videos, one of them featuring Emma Stupanovich. Hey. And also, don't forget to follow CHS Athletics underscore on Instagram and CHS Athletics on YouTube to stream their basketball games. Go, Go on! on!